Jeroboam. As we have seen, King Solomon will be perpetually remembered for his great wisdom and for his construction of the Temple of Jerusalem and the Golden Age of the Jewish Kingdom. He consolidated his empire. He was very good, dutiful and pious when he was young. He established the Jews as a modern state of its time, with an army, taxation, and a complete reorganization to administer it all the better. He taxed the people from each province. In spite of the pomp and the show of the temple, however, he had established what was to all intents and purposes essentially a secular government. And although the country was vastly enriched in secular wealth, yet it diminished spiritually. Solomon, to a great extent, had become a tyrant and had become very sensual with hundreds of wives and concubines. In fact, sadly, had come to pass that which had been warned by Moses so long ago when he wrote the book of Deuteronomy, when he warned the Israelites against their future kings. And so Moses said, Thou mayest not make a man of another nation thy king, that is not thy brother. And when he is made king, he shall not multiply horses to himself, nor lead back the people into Egypt, being lifted up with the number of his horsemen, especially since the Lord hath commanded you to return no more the same way. Solomon became famous for the enormous quantity of his horses and his chariots. He had married the daughter of the Pharaoh of Egypt. And Moses goes on to say, He shall not have many wives that may, he, uh, may, that may allure his mind, nor immense sums of silver and gold. But after he is raised to the throne of his kingdom, he shall copy out to himself the Deuteronomy of this law in a volume, taking a copy of the priests of the Levitical tribe. And he shall have it with him, and shall read it all the days of his life, that he may learn to fear the Lord his God, and to keep his words and ceremonies that are commanded in the law. And that his heart be not lifted up with pride over his brethren, nor decline to the right or to the left, that he and his sons may reign a long time over Israel. Deuteronomy 17, 14-20 Discontent was therefore rife in the kingdom and ready to explode when he died. Jeroboam, a son of Nabat, was a valiant and a mighty man. And Solomon, seeing him, a young man, ingenious and industrious, made him chief over the tributes of the house of Joseph. And it came to pass that the prophet Ias, the, the Silonite, clad in a new garment, found him in the way, and the two were alone in the field. And Ahias, taking his new garment, divided it into twelve parts. And he said to Jeroboam, Take to thee ten pieces, for thus saith the Lord God of Israel, Behold, I will rend the kingdom out of the hand of Solomon, and will give thee ten tribes. 
but one tribe shall remain to him for the sake of my servant David, and Jerusalem the city which I have chosen. Solomon therefore sought to kill Jeroboam, but he arose and fled into Egypt, and remained there until the death of Solomon. After a reign of forty years Solomon died in 975 BC, and was buried in the city of David his father, and Roboam his son reigned in his stead. And Roboam went to Sikkim, for there were come all Israel together in order to acclaim him king. But Jeroboam, the son of Nabat, who was yet in Egypt, a fugitive from the face of King Solomon, hearing of his death, returned out of Egypt. And they sent and called him, and Jeroboam came and all the multitude of Israel. And they spoke to Roboam, saying, Thy father laid a grievous yoke upon us. Now therefore do thou take off a little of the grievous service of thy father, and off his most heavy yoke, which he has put upon us, and we will serve thee. And he said to them, Go to the third day, and come to me again. Roboam, having taken counsel with the old men who had advised his father, and who recommended that he should accede to the popular request, next asked the advice of the young men, who had been his companions. These advised him not to yield to their wishes, and accordingly, on the reassembling of the people on the third day, Roboam answered, My father made your yoke heavy, but I will add to it. My father beat you with whips, but I will beat you with scorpions. Scorpions being whips with pieces of metal attached to them. To this the people replied, What portion have we in David, or what inheritance in the son of Jesse? Go home to thy dwellings, O Israel. Now, David, look to thy own house. So Israel departed to their dwellings. Then King Roboam sent Adoram, who was over the tribute, and all Israel stoned him, and he died. Therefore King Roboam made haste to get him up into his chariot, and he fled back to Jerusalem. And Israel revolted from the house of David until this day. And it came to pass, when all Israel heard that Jeroboam was come again, that they gathered an assembly and sent and called him, and made him king over all Israel. And there was none that followed the house of David, but the tribe of Judah only. That's to say, the tribe of Judah with the small tribe of Benjamin. The other ten tribes had established a new kingdom, and therefore henceforth the Israelites were divided into two. The northern kingdom, ruled by Jeroboam, known as the kingdom of Israel, and the southern kingdom, now ruled by Roboam, with its capital at Jerusalem, known as the kingdom of Judah. Jeroboam, being now the acknowledged sovereign of the ten tribes of Israel, rebuilt and fortified Sikkim as a capital for his kingdom. But fearing that if he allowed his subjects to go up to Jerusalem to perform the duties of religion, that they would perhaps return to the allegiance of Roboam and the house of David, he ordered two golden calves to be made, one of which was set up in Bethel and the other in Dan, and he commanded that divine honour should be paid to them, saying, Go you up no more to Jerusalem, Behold thy gods, O Israel, who brought thee out of the land of Egypt. 
and he made temples in the high places, and priests of the lowest of the people, who were not of the sons of Levi. Moreover, he himself assumed the office of high priest, and as such offered sacrifices. What a transformation had taken a place among the Israelites, having reached the height and peak of their glory at the beginning of the reign of Solomon, that they had now descended into being a divided kingdom and had returned to the worship of idols, which, of course, Solomon himself had reintroduced by beginning to offer sacrifices to the gods of his many wives. And behold, there came a man out of a man of God out of Judah, by the word of the Lord to Bethel, when Jeroboam was standing upon the altar and burning incense. And he cried out against the altar and said, O altar, altar, thus saith the Lord, Behold, a child shall be born to the house of David, Josiah's by name, and he shall immolate upon thee the priests of the high places who now burn incense upon thee. And he gave a sign the same day, saying, This shall be a sign that the Lord has spoken. Behold, the altar shall be rent, and the ashes that are upon it shall be poured out. And when the king had heard the word of the man of God, he stretched forth his hand from the altar, saying, Lay hold on him. And his hand, which he had stretched forth against him, withered, and he was not able to draw it back again unto him. The altar also was rent, and the ashes were poured out from the altar according to the sign which the man of God had given. And the king said to the man of God, Entreat the face of the Lord thy God, and pray for me, that my hand may be restored to me. And the man of God besought the Lord, and the king's hand was restored to him, and it was made as it was before. At that time, Abiah, the son of Jeroboam, fell sick. And Jeroboam said to his wife, Arise and change thy dress, that thou be not known to be the wife of Jeroboam, and go to Silo, where Ahias the prophet is, who told me that I should reign over his people. For he will tell thee what shall become of this child. Jeroboam's wife did as he told her, and rising up went to Silo and came to the house of Ahias, but uh, he could not see, for his eyes were dim by reason of his age. God, however, made known to Ahias who it was that came to see him, and on her entry he said, Come in, thou wife of Jeroboam, why dost thou feign thyself to be another? Go and tell Jeroboam that on account of his sins all his house shall be cut off, and when thy feet shall be entering into the city, the child shall die and all Israel shall mourn for him. And the wife of Jeroboam arose and departed, and came to Tersah. And when she was coming in to the threshold of the house, the child died, and all Israel mourned for him according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by his servant Ahias the prophet. And the days that Jeroboam reigned were two and twenty years, and he slept with his fathers.